You're listening to Leader FM. Leader FM is hosted by executive coach Dr. Scott Francis and marketing media man Tony Creech. Hey, welcome to Leader FM. I'm your host, Tony Creech. I'm here with your host, Dr. Scott Francis. Hey, everybody. How are you doing, Scott? I'm doing good. Sweet. I just want to make a note to our listeners. That sweet was like, I don't care. Sweet. Sweet. I don't ever. Yeah. How you doing? Sweet, sweet. I'm not even listening to how you doing. Yeah, whatever, Scott. Yeah. You probably said that it was good. If you're hearing me say these words, you're listening to our audio podcast. We have a video version both on YouTube and on Facebook. Facebook. And that video version has overlays of text to emphasize points. It has graphics. And if you go to our website, leader.fm, there's often downloads associated with, like, for, for instance, the podcast you're about to listen to will have a download associated with it that you might want to get. So you go to the website, leader.fm, to find those videos and more. Sir Edmund Hillary once said... Hillary? <laughs> mm-hmm. Ha! Huh. Uh... They won't quote this on Fox News just because of that. <laughs> totally different Hillary. person. Still. Uh, Those darn emails. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be a fantastic hero to do certain things, to compete. You just can be an ordinary chap, sufficiently motivated to reach challenging goals. And today yeah. we're talking about goals. Goals. Just a go whiz on why I found that quote. <laughs> yep. Goals, and but not just any kind of goals. We're going to be getting into uh, the difference between a, a stated goal and a BS goal. Yes, and this is this is, this is big stuff because this time of year, people make goals. Some people call them New Year's resolutions. Some people hate that kind of a thing. They hate goal setting because of New Year's resolutions, and they think of it as just another failed promise they make to themselves. There's two. If we divide people into two groups, <laughs> okay. there's going to be a group of people that are chomping at the bit to achieve. So when uh, they listen to this, yes. they want to get better at the achieving. There's other people that have moved to a place where they don't even believe they can achieve uh-huh. the things they wish they could. So I want to state for a moment that New Year's resolutions, of course, are arbitrary. This is just an opportunity for you to set some goals, but really what's going on is, is we're talking about, at least the way I view it, and I want, want to hear what you, uh, feedback from this, Scott, is that I think, and I'm, and I think we talk about this a lot in Humble Strong, that growth is intentional. Experience, playing volleyball doesn't make you better, but tr- intention, with the intention to grow and get better at volleyball, mm. playing volleyball would be an opportunity to grow and get better at volleyball. You don't grow without intention. You don't grow without intention and some people call that intentionality a goal. Some people call it oh, direction. Right. Some people call that intentionality and that purpose. Uh, they'll call it a commitment or even a value. Some will claim that they don't have goals, but they'll be operating on clear intentions that really are goals. And okay. so we can yeah. write fancy books and say there's no goals. But really, what we're getting down to is that we don't, we don't start walking and happen to end up where we really want to be. We want to be there and we set some intention and however soft or whatever psychological process we use, really that happens to be a goal. And that's why it's really important, I think, for us to talk about what are some negative ways or bad ways people set goals and what are some ways to make those goals actually a bit more sturdy. Well, I think that's like where we really want to go today is talking about the bad goals, mm-hmm. uh, goals that don't work. BS goals. BS goals. 
which we'll say for all our listeners, <laughs> BS. Yes. If you don't know what BS stands for, ask your mom. <laughs> she's put up with your BS, so she knows how to explain it to you. Well, because it's really important to be able to um, sniff out whether this is a BS goal you're dealing with, mm-hmm. because it's just not going to work if you're using that kind of goal. Yes. And if, you're, if that happens, here's some of the problems. First, mm-hmm. um, you're going to be trying to strive for something that you don't hit. So next time around when it's goal setting time, mm-hmm. they'll do exactly what you described there. You'll say, this doesn't work. This is stupid. New mm-hmm. Year's resolutions are a waste of time. And really what happens is because you didn't hit your previous goal, you lose that momentum. So, mm-hmm. And that's the problem. If you're setting BS goals, that becomes uh, a, a major destruction to your self-efficacy. Mm. You mean like over time it compounds? So, yep. so if somebody is listening to this and they're anti-New Year's resolution, it's probably because they've been burned. I tried it and it didn't work. And the reason why they got burned is almost like, from all the myriad of reasons we don't achieve goals, so much of it really just falls down to the goal was BS to start. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we couldn't see it or we were caught up. Um, there's a lot of reasons why we might set BS goals and some psychological reasons where we, where our brain tricks us into doing it because it can be comfortable because it's comfortable to say, you know, one day I'll be an actor. <laughs> and then we're like, yeah, I shouldn't set that new year's resolution. When we, t- when we look back at this goal, and we're like, what, what was I even saying? Like, what, I didn't even know what that meant. If you don't know what something means is how strong is your intention? How clear is that? I don't think we can a- achieve something like we can't. So I think it's important because we don't achieve things without clear intentionality to achieve that yes, thing. You've got to set it. You've got to yeah. set it. Um, like just think about when you get in your vehicle to drive. Mm-hmm. If you don't take just a brief moment and tell your psyche where you're going, mm-hmm. then you just drive unconsciously and you'll end up driving the wrong place. Exactly. And even if we're, if two people start and they have a slightly different direction and they're not constantly fixing that direction, right. let's call this thing a relationship. Or marriage or something. They go farther and farther apart. And so the small amount of an angle can make a big deal, which is why using milestone markers, using a term like goal can be helpful because it helps those cars at least head to the same thing. So even if they've come apart, they can keep going back to the uh, same place. Um, At least when I think of uh, really the, the, uh, the, the problem with BS goals, I think that we do not take the, we often will set goals um, in a way that just caters to our own fears. Mm -hmm. Would you say that's true? Do you see people do that? Oh yeah, yeah. I think like we chicken out Mm -hmm. and so we set for ourselves a really weak goal. Mm -hmm. You know, like like, um, uh, something that will reinforce mediocrity. (laughs) That sounds like a good... uh, a good subtitle for um, a business, like a, a business plan. A business plan? This year. I'm going to reinforce mediocrity. Vandalay Industries, <laughs> reinforcing mediocrity. <laughs> but that's a lot of strategic plans. It, <laughs> because yeah. it's like making sure all of the executives are happy. <laughs> Thanks. You know, there's been a couple times I've done executive coaching mm-hmm. or strategic planning with a group. And they come up with this plan. And I have to just nudge them and say... This is easy, like too easy. Mm-hmm. Like you guys are better than this. Yeah. I remember with one, uh, with one exec team saying that just being like, you guys 
are not like the world is gonna kick you in the face. You guys are not responding to that. You're not kicking yourselves in the face. You got to kick yourself harder than the world will. Otherwise, you're not gonna really plan. You're not gonna be ready for that kick. And you're gonna get beat. Yeah. yeah. And I think that with our goals, sometimes we don't plan for the kick in the teeth. And we're surprised by it because really our, our process of figuring out what we were wanting to do was just so light and so flimsy that we're just like a kid running, running towards the table, not realizing our height right. Right. is the same as the table. And boom, we get knocked down. And then we get into these, you know, the, yeah, so some of the coaching happens around just getting people to not be afraid of goals. Do you think also people... Oh, I'm sorry. I I saw your arm move like you were ready to... No, I did have something, but you go ahead. At the bottom of all our goals, we want to be healthier, happier. We want to enjoy life more. Okay. We want to be a bit better. And we've tried that maybe in the past. You're setting a goal like beach body by summer. Right. We've set it through and we've done weak goal setting and had it go awry. And so we kind of write off goal setting altogether. In fact, some people I've talked to, they have a... They are more afraid of... Stating that they want to do something as if the, sta- the making the goal makes it more likely that they won't achieve it. We get, we uh, get ourselves right. into, into deep, strange relationships with goal setting when, we, as we've already talked about, intentionality is absolutely necessary for ever getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, this happens with relationships. This happens with work. But we're not going to achieve things unless we have sense, some sense of wanting to achieve them and some sort of some sense of a way to do it. Yeah, it needs the goal needs to be compelling, uh-huh. like so emotionally it stirs you up, either negatively or positively. At least there's some emotion there, mm. right? It needs to be realistic that you can hit it. Because mm. I mean, if you're if you're dreaming that you're gonna fly with, you know, chicken wings on your arms, no, it, it has to be physically possible. It's kind of offensive. That's one of my dreams, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but then it also has to work with uh, with your psyche. Mm. So. Let's get into the, the, the problem yeah. of the bullshit. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> okay. Boop. Okay, let's get into the problem with the BS goal versus mm-hmm. uh, a, a I real I would never talk like that. <laughs> okay. I'll try one more time. My wife is out there. <sighs> Tony. Tony, Tony. You Tony. faker. <laughs> <laughs> so the... The problem with setting, why is it bad to set BS goals? Like, why, why, why is it negative? Why can't let people set their BS goals? Okay, well, here's, <laughs> here's the thing. So let's say you set a BS goal. You don't realize that it is, but it is, okay? Mm-hmm. What ends up happening is your unconscious knows what the real goal is. Mm-hmm. So when you set a BS goal, your unconscious knows that it's not the real one. So for example, um, when I was in high school, I used to say, I'd really like to get a 90 average. Hmm. But the reality was, I only really needed to get a 75 (laughs) because uh, my high school used to have departmental exams. If you had a 75 average in the class before the exam came along, Mm -hmm. you didn't have to write the exam. And I hated the exams, so that's what I really, really needed. Right, 90 was optional, 75 was not optional. Mm. And my average was always between 75 and 78. Here's why. Your unconscious knows 
the difference between the BS goal and the actual must get to survive goal. Mm -hmm. And as soon as it hits that goal, mm -hmm. it takes its foot off the gas and stops really striving. You know how you just, you just kind of coast from that point mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. And um, that's why it's so important to differentiate what your real goal is from your BS goal. Because if you're only setting the BS goal, mm -hmm. you're never going to hit that. And you're going to constantly think that this goal setting thing is awry. Mm. So set your real goal. Because we want to be able to set real goals, actual goals, and meet them, we need to talk about how to sniff out the BS goals. Yes. Yeah. So let's get down to some ways, some simple questions we can go down. Uh, there's, whole, there's a lot of ways to solve this problem. There's a lot of solutions. Even some of our questions are actually lead to a whole, like we have, you know, with, with, your, with your system, for instance, you have a whole way of talking about how to do anchoring, which is our first one. But, right. but we're just going to talk about the checklist right now. Because even if we walk through this checklist, our goals are going to get a lot sturdier. Than get, they're going to get a yeah. lot better. Yeah. So it's a checklist to identify if this is a BS goal. I think so. Right. <laughs> Let's go through it. Number one. A goal is BS if it's unanchored. What does that mean? Unanchored. Okay, yeah, so unanchored. we don't have time to get into how to anchor, but mm. it has to do with how it is set into your psyche. Mm. Okay, your unconscious knows that this is the absolute must-get goal. Mm. And so I use some visualization techniques mm -hmm. uh, for ways to make this happen. Mm. But basically, you'll know if you're anchored if inside you there is an emotional uh, need to hit that thing. So verbalizing, internalizing, there's all sorts of ways which we can try to anchor it. Yeah. You want to visualize it, verbalize it. Is this it, why people tell it. other people their goals? Is this the whole, like, tell it. other people your goal thing? It helps anchor it? Part of it. Yeah. Helps commit yourself to it and stuff. Yeah. But you don't want to be bragging about it. You just want to mm -hmm. talk to just a couple people. So, so if you're like, know. if your if your tendency is to oblige others rather than to achieve your own stuff, you can, telling other people and trying to get other people to do your goal with you is one of your methods for trying to anchor that into... So is, is it purely psyche or is it anchor it into your social context as well? Th that's part of it. Someone's mm. going to be keeping you accountable. Mm. For example, mm. I just had one uh, for finishing my the uh, first draft of the book I'm working on. Mm. Just finished it last Tuesday. Mm. My kids knew that if I didn't finish it, mm. we made a deal that... I would have to donate a hundred dollars to a political, uh, a political party that they know that I detest. Hmm. Either one of the two extremes, hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, they were laughing that they got a chance to, to. So you kind of built a little commitment mechanism. Bingo! But but because I shared it with my kids, hmm. I had to have it done by a certain date. It had that social oomph to it. Hmm. But that more so though, it really stuck it in my psyche. This hmm. has to get done. So you're finding ways to anchor this goal, make it, make it something. So my psyche knows yeah. this is it. Not just a thing I thought about. It would be nice if I did it this year. You're trying to yes. anchor it. Find ways to anchor it in. It's not an option. Mm -hmm. yeah. So and number two, a goal is BS if it's too big for the time frame. Now, for me, this has to do with the comfort of huge goals. If you set, if your time frame is a year or, or a quarter and you set some goal, like I'm, my, my company is going to go from zero to a fortune 500 company. You're actually living in the comfort of a goal that you know, you can't reach. Yeah. So we, we do this in business a lot, actually in business. Like if we are afraid to set goals that are small enough for us to attain because 
when we can't when we can't attain it, we don't blame ourselves. We don't blame anybody. Mm-hmm. So if me and you, if we're, if we're talking about leader of fam, we say we, our goal. We're gonna have a goal to, to have uh, our videos each have three million views a video. It is so out of out of proportion with where we are right now. We're not gonna get mad when we fail. Yeah, it was just ah whatever. It's like, but then we're never gonna hit it anyway. That's we're a crazy. BS goal. It's it's BS. like there's no emotion invested in it. Yeah, instead of setting a goal that we actually know if we worked harder, just a bit harder, we can hit. Yeah. So that's the too too big for comfort, or you know, too so big it's actually easier because it's there's no there's no regrets and no chance missing of hitting it. So. Yeah. So you know it's a BS unconsciously right from the get-go. Because you get more afraid of goals that are attainable. Of, 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 when, in marketing, you're, you're afraid of whittling it down to a specific customer because you know you can fail at reaching that, that customer. customer. Yeah, Instead yeah. of trying to sell to everybody. And then I, I don't feel bad because yeah. it's like, well, you know, maybe I, maybe I didn't focus enough. You, you, if you need to give yourself something. Uh, so, and, and, and the next one is, kind of relates to that. And that is, uh, you, your goal is BS. If you really haven't gotten clear on what failure looks like. Uh, I have to, this is one thing that you introduced to me about a year ago. Mm. And I've since used it with quite a few of my clients. Mm. Um, understanding and, and being really clear and, and describing what failure means uh, is one of the quickest ways to, to draw that line mm-hmm. with the I'm not going there kind of. Mm-hmm. emotion right but it also helps define what success is going to look like yeah that a lot of times we don't know we know what we like we want to grow okay how do you know that you failed at growing decide on what metric you're going to use mm-hmm. decide on what failure looks like then now we have something a bit more meaningful like i know with a lot like even with my own company have i i there's an emotional wall there oh, dude if you, if you sketch out what failure looks like then this means that you'll know what failure looks like and you could fail. And you could fail, And if yeah. you don't want to fail, then you're not going to, your goal is going to be BS because you don't want to fail. It's okay to not want to fail. Failure kind of sucks. Even though we, I, I parade it all the time. Failure's good. Failure's how you, how you ever become a champion is through failure. But that doesn't mean failure doesn't suck. And <laughs> <laughs> well, and that becomes the compelling part of the goal, mm. right? If, if, like, it's not just that, it would be nice if mm-hmm. I got that and mm-hmm. wouldn't that be nice? You know, there's mm-hmm. the carrot, but there's also the stick. Mm-hmm. It would suck if mm-hmm. I fail. And this is, this is the next, this is the next uh, thing to talk about. The, the next item on the checklist okay. is what you're saying right now. If you are not emotionally anxious uh. about hitting it, it's probably BS. Yeah. The goal can scare you, but if not hitting the goal, if for it to be a sturdy goal, not hitting the goal has to scare you more yeah. Than the fear of hitting it. Than the fear it. of hitting it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so let's, let's re-say that so we're not in some double negative right. kind of... It, the goal, like let's say the goal, like these guys, it was to get gold mm. at that tournament. And they were probably really scared to say that. They were very scared to say it. As a matter of fact, I saw some really big eyes. But the grade 12s... Because they didn't want to be let down. Exactly. How, what would it feel like if we set that as a goal and we only get silver? That's why a lot of times we just say, my goal is to get to the tournament. Yeah. Because it's a little bit safer. But then once you get to the tournament, you know, I qualified for the Olympics. Yay, I hit my target. Then yeah. the unconscious takes its foot off the gas. And there's no chance you're going to mm-hmm. sit on the podium then because, because you're not, your unconscious is going to say, good enough, 75 is good enough. This is why Post. I stayed away from the Olympics. <laughs> I wondered why. 
A lot of people ask me. (laughs) But once you said it, then for these guys, anything that that was going to take them away from their gold Mm. terrified them even more. So there was a ton of emotion. Mm. It was a, that was a big part of the Is this why pain tournament. is such a key motivator? Is that the pain of not reaching the goal? Yeah. So like if I, yeah. I just found out I have diabetes. So I, no, 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 okay. no. Not me. Theoretically. I, okay. But I act like I have diabetes because I, it's been my, my mom has diabetes. My grandmother had diabetes. Oh, okay. Um, there are num- there's numerous factors to different types of diabetes. And so it's not just, just, not just what you eat, but, uh, when, so if I don't get serious about it, man, the consequences could be dire. Right. right. Now, if when when someone first discovers they might have diabetes, they have some real hard consequences. The pain of not changing your diet is literally going to be way worse than the and sometimes because it's far off, we have to make that pain real for us, mm. which is one of the ways you help to help this process and achieve what we're talking about right now um, in terms of the how to do it. But when, but a cue that you're, that it's BS is that you don't feel there's no pain there. Right. Is that what you're talking about? There's no pain. When I think about not achieving that, like if I say, Oh, there's no pain for me. If I, if I expect our, uh, our success to be so wild that I don't feel bad about it. It's like, well, yeah. So uh, there's no pain in not getting those 3 million views of video. There's no pain there. So it's kind yeah, of, yeah. it's again, a BS goal. A BS. So I think of the statistics on people doing their doctoral degree. Hmm. So of the people that get all their coursework done and just have their dissertation left to write, mm-hmm. only one third ever complete their dissertation. Hmm. The other two thirds are still, they're called all but dissertation. And I remember when I was working on it, it took me four years hmm. to write that that darn dissertation. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole time, it was never in my mind an option to not. Mm-hmm. That scared me mm-hmm. because we've invested so much time and money and my, my kids would be so disappointed in me mm-hmm. and my wife would want to disown me. Like, see, all these things are negative. <laughs> negative uh, and it's actually okay to build those up. To, as long as it's optimal. As long, and as long as it's obtainable. No, but I mean, you've already that, done the work but that, that negative emotion, the fear of if I fail, mm-hmm. that fear can become so paralyzing and disgusting and gross and whatnot. That yeah. becomes suboptimal, right? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. want to have just the optimal level of negative mm-hmm. feelings about if I fail. To energize your work. That energizes that goal. So it is an absolute must reach mm-hmm. goal. I have to finish this mm-hmm. dissertation regardless. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a while, but it's not an option. It's not so, an option to fail. So... Uh, everybody else is a little too afraid of the the defense, defending their dissertation or finishing it. That's why they're, they're scared s- of defending. Yeah, their fear of the yeah. of defense mm-hmm. is greater than their mm-hmm. fear of not finishing. Mm-hmm. So you you need to outline the pain and the pleasure. So the pain of not getting the goal, but the pleasure of getting it, and then those two emotions kind of blend together to make a very compelling goal. They they kind of give us the energy to go after it, yeah, yeah, and not not the kind of um, negative fear of not reaching the goal that is kind of self defeating and believing I can't actually reach the goal. Not mm-hmm. that kind of fear, a fear that I it just it's it, it comes to it comes to the fore more of like it's either this or that, and I I can't let this happen. Like I can't yes, 
I need to find a way. I'm capable of doing it. Yes. I can't not do it. I have to do it. Mm. Mm. So let's go. Right? And the emotion is the engine that drives mm. you. If you've got the internal belief that I can't do it, mm-hmm. that'll block you. So the goal can scare you. Yes. It scares you more not to do the goal. Yes. So the, the yeah. next one is no easy steps within your circle of influence. Mm. It's BS if you don't have a staircase to it. It needs to be greater than what you can do. But, for instance, if, if I'm going to grow my sales to, to a level I haven't done before, I can't just say that. I need a staircase. I need to say, I need to think about a staircase full of things I can do. You know what the next step is. Yeah. I can make more calls. I can read another book. I can look at steps that might improve my sales. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I don't have those in mind, if I don't have simple steps that aren't freaking my brain out, <laughs> um, I can't push to the place I haven't been before. Mm. Because the place I haven't been, I haven't been there. So my brain will freak out if that's the only thing out on the horizon. And again, sometimes that gets so freaky, it becomes easy. But when you bring it down to, that, to this, it's challenging, it's above us like that team. You could, we could win. So uh, if we don't have a, some sense of how, it's total BS. Yeah, yeah. So in, su- in, in summation, we have these... Yeah, so what uh, are they again? Let's, let's go over them quickly again. It's BS if the goal is unanchored. Unanchored, right. It's BS if the goal uh, has too big of a time frame. It's, this, it's a goal way out of our reach. Because, and that makes us feel comfortable because we don't feel bad that we didn't reach right, it. Right, right. We were fooling ourselves. It's BS if we don't know what failure looks like. Mm-hmm. It's BS if we're not emotionally anxious about not hitting it. If we don't have pain from not reaching it. If no. we don't feel emotionally uh, need, if we don't feel an emotional need to get there. Yes. And lastly, if we don't have steps, steps within our circle of influence, if we haven't thought of any, I can say my goal is to get married. Well, do you have a girlfriend? No. Uh, are you, you are you dating at all? Or are you no? So are you just staying this at home? year you want to get married? <laughs> you know you. <laughs> right. So there's all sorts of problems with that. But, so, but sometimes it's as simple as I expect this thing to just happen. Right. Instead of okay, I I'm gonna be on Facebook messaging every pretty girl. This is not a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> so let's recap. Let's go through the five questions then. So okay. number one, it's BS if it's unanchored. Right. It's BS if it's too big for the time frame. If it's this goal that's so big, it's, we feel completely comfortable with not reaching it because right. it was kind of out of reach anyway. We're just fooling ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> it's BS if we don't know what failure really looks like, if right. we haven't decided. There's no definition there. How do I, if, I, if it's just, I want to be healthier, that means nothing. Yeah. What does failure look like? Uh, and it's, it's a complete BS goal if we don't have a staircase, if we don't know simple steps that are within our circle of control that we can take to go towards that goal, towards that achievement. And uh, again, this is a really, really big one. It's BS if we're not emotionally anxious about not reaching that goal. If if there's no pain, if we don't feel more pain in not reaching it. This is, I think you use the word must. Must reach goal. So it's like, it sounds like it's a higher level of goal, but you're saying yeah. that's all like it's a sturdy must goal. Reach, no options. <laughs> this is it. If you don't, if you're not must reach, it's a BS goal. And, and there's different tools we can pull out and we can, and we, you know, you do a whole series on this, how to, mm-hmm. how to help people create must reach goals. 
But if it's not that, it's BS. And, so, and there's a lot of things we've done in our lives, not because we went through some sophisticated planning process, but because we had all this stuff in place. Right, right. And if you do it well, especially if you do the anchoring well, it's been shown that, that almost always you'll come to your goal by plus or minus 5%. You can almost guarantee it. I feel like we've achieved something here. <laughs> Maybe right, plus or minus 5%? Maybe even a goal. <laughs> I think it's because we were intentional. Maybe.